We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thursday, Lori and Julia show my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Well, apparently our planet continues to rotate in some weird fashion. Seven below to right now. Warming up. But on Sunday, it's going to be 45 and rainy. Hey. What? You know what? what? One more day of cold because I feel like now people, this is the third day and people are really like done go with out, being trapped you know, inside. Pe- Further than going from our car to work to the car to That's home. all I've done. That's all I've done. Yeah, haven't yeah, bothered. I've been so impressed with Casey. He's going here and there and doing Getting everything errands. ready for his crock pot meal. Oh. <laughs> We've been laughing about the Super Bowl pot roast crock pot gate. <laughs> and um, I've taken an informal polling of uh, our, our brother's. Uh, uh, next door, you know, yeah. the what are they still called? The ESPN or what no. are they called? Score North. Score North. Score North. Okay. The sports guys. That yes. Vast, all of them. What would you think if you got invited to a Super Bowl party with <laughs> pot roast in a crock pot? <laughs> and um, Phil Mackey said, I don't like pot roast on a good day, like at my mom's house when mm-hmm. I have to douse it in barbecue sauce. So I don't think... Yeah, basically everyone's like, well, if you don't want to have people over again. I said, it's a temporary <laughs> blip. We'll go back I to just, my food next year. You know, This has really okay. been... Because I've offered to make chili, mm-hmm. cream of chicken wild rice soup, oh. chick, stuffed cr- uh, chicken croissants with almonds and uh, craisins, a nice spinach dip, um, some good meatballs. I mean, you know, I'm thinking of the sin- people. I'm thinking of the people snacking and grazing and eating. You know, because some people will come over at four for the hullabaloo. Not me. No, I know yeah. you're not, but I'm just yeah. saying that. That anyway, and yeah, I'll get good bread. I mean, that's all I can really <laughs> offer the people, and some good butter. Just do some appetizers, and I'm gonna. I'll, I'll make a couple appetizers. That's but all I can offer the people. Casey has threatened. He goes, "The next time you have a party, I'm going to be involved." Oh, oh. No. and I and I said, "Oh, Casey, don't make any idle threats. You can't Girl, carry through." Really. Exactly. You know. Well, you guys are so funny. Over and then this the one. fact that he thinks that you know uh, this isn't my party. It's at my house with family. Right. I, I mean, I come down to watch the national anthem. Halftime show, and maybe get some water and and watch the last five minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're involved. I am involved you're to involved. The, the greatest extent that I wish to be. I wonder if other couples are going through this right now. What no, to because serve other people are sensible. 
Do you I think don't... other people are able to stay in their own lane? Yes, Casey. Do you think you're the only couple that's fighting over the Super Bowl menu? I bet no one else is fighting about pot roast. I bet I am the only <laughs> one. Probably it's true. Yeah. It probably is true. I think that is a very... And, and Casey just keeps putting his little oven flag in the dishwasher. I can't think of the... What is an oven flag? What? An oven flag? What is an oven flag? Whatever, I'm just trying to Where put is... kitchen things into a sentence to make a metaphor. But basically... His oven he, flag. He has stuck his oven flag into, you know, this idea, this oven mitt that he... His hands alone, don't fit in. Alone has made the single greatest pot roast ever made in a Betty Crocker crock pot. And because the five people who complimented him at the football I game, was not one of them. Thank you. Because, because I didn't really like But that. still, yeah, no, it's I blah. It's I blah. I, it needs salt, Casey. Yeah, I'll salt it. He didn't salt or pepper it. Because I'm like, oh, this is not nothing. Yeah, he didn't Listen, salt or pepper it. Listen, I just came out. I'm being an ungracious sister. No, no, no. But oh. I usually, when I have made pot roast for Casey, I prepare it. He doesn't even know about salt and pepper. You know. <laughs> he doesn't. They're too... They're, a lot of people... It would be like me going out to the garage right now and start dinking around with the garage door. There's something wrong with it. I mean, he's never involved in food except for eating and enjoying it. And then to do the low blow, I'll make spaghetti when he knows that strikes fear in my heart. And rightly so. Yeah, and he only made it once. Oh, it just, well. uh, Lori, I can't stop laughing at this. <sighs> Maybe... <laughs> Maybe ask him if he knows how much the meat for a pot roast is. No, we already bought the pot roast like at Adolph's up in Duluth six weeks ago. And he said, I'm buying a big one to feed the family. I had no, I would never let him bought it if I'd known it was for Super Bowl. Feeding the family. Yeah. Just oh. what they want. Oh, yeah. gruel. Oh it basically so, is with the watery it's so, and the onions and the is, potatoes. It it's like soup. It's pot it's roast like soup. It's like soup. Oh, oh it's so yeah. gross. It is, Without it really, the benefit of the good gravy. Or which, horseradish sauce. Well, I did get some horseradish right, sauce from the wine people. And maybe right. we could, I could... The wine people, by the way, they, they were darling. They sent us some nice... Uh, yes, they did. The oh, the wine, food wine show. The yeah. Food wine show that's coming When is that? This weekend? I don't think it's this week. Maybe a couple weeks. Yeah. Anyway, gonna... one more day of cold. This is it tonight. Is that That's what, it. Are you wrapping it wrapping all up? It, and by the you way, you started out saying such nice things about Gacy, and then well, we got to Pat I mean, No, I like him so much. But I about this, this, this is something. But we're already laughing about. It, you know. <laughs> so at least we, you know. But he's like, oh man. So I. So we're going skiing. Some of the family mm-hmm. on Saturday, and I invite Lori, Donnie, and she goes. I'm not going. I'm sick of winter. Winter. This. I'm done with winter. Ooh, it's going to be in the 40s on I Saturday. Know. Yeah, but it's just going to be. So it's icy, and then it's going to be uh, slushy. They make, snow. they make snow. You don't even know. Yeah, no, I don't. You're want, just no. too. You don't want to ski. Anymore. I have a massage, and I've got to <laughs> go to a Pilates okay. class and try and stretch out the sins of last weekend in Beverly Hills. Just in terms of you know, <laughs> really walking. We did one walk. We. Did nothing. Yeah, yeah. We mm-hmm. did a lot of just fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so no, I don't I don't want to do that at all. Just, I love it that okay. he has an oven flag. That is the, the <laughs> best I, thing. I, what is that? It, no, she just, was looking for a metaphor, a metaphor and then she oh, used a, a okay. oven mitt. But oh, yeah, it started with the, the, you know, every every kitchen has an oven flag. <laughs> and I'm like, what And the I hell want is Casey that? to put his down I in surrender. 
Okay, I, I want him the to worst listen thing today. I ever did was introduce him to the idea that he could use that crock pot. But wait a minute. It's better than the alternative. What's that? The, the smart pot. What's the name of oh, that dumb pot? The pot. I would that get rid wanted. of that. No, no he wanted it. It haunted you for a year. No, we, I think we had it for like eight months before I gave it away. Yeah. Or talked to but him. But he wanted, it. you had to talk him into giving that away, which he didn't know how to use. No, but he wanted to. And then <laughs> even he was defeated at the huge instruction booklet that was like the size of my I car. Saw it. It's crazy. It's no, it's Remember that. Remember, we met the people thick. on the home tour. No, it's two hundred pages. <laughs> I don't want to learn how to use something you plug in that has two hundred pages. I feel like I can just put a quarter in you today, and you can just go. Uh, maybe. Did you see Steve Patterson on Kelly and Ryan? He was so funny. We posted the video at, oh my at mytalk1071.com. He really made Kelly rip a laugh. Oh. She was cracking up. He. I his, feel like I'm worried the networks are going to come for him after oh. that performance today. His agent's busy today. I guess yeah. his Honestly. agent. Is busy. All right, no listen. more Strahan and Sarah, Steve and Sarah. Uh, yeah, but no. I, I love mean, that. Well, I don't want him to go anywhere. He's well, too funny. He was brilliant, though. He it's really brilliant. fun if you want to watch him be funny and make fun of Minnesota. It's hysterical. It was. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Implants on a stick. Everybody, is it Thursday today? Yeah. Yay! Oh, Julia, yes, it is. a week ago we were in uh, beautiful downtown Sherman Oaks. We were doing our show doing from our the show, show. Doing that thing, and it's raining and lightning and thundering and coolish in L.A. Oh, and people you were, are... You lucked out. Oh, we've never, we did. We've never had as beautiful weather as was, we had last week. It was week. so beautiful. It was so beautiful. It was. So, um, this morning, since uh, I... Didn't do anything. Too cold to go out. I'm like, oh, I've got some ironing time. I can catch up with the Real Housewives of New Jersey. And last night's episode, well, I luckily I was ironing because it was so epic. Julia? Did you have to stop it? Glasses break. Wine was thrown. Stop. Swear words were said. It was an epic Brawl. And guess who is in the center of it? The same person who was in the first epic prostitution whore brawl, Danielle Staub, is at the not, center. And not Teresa. Well, Teresa was there. Yeah, but Danielle, but she's Danielle a, Staub is the person she's a troublemaker. who... She is a troublemaker. And then she's always, oh, oh me, 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 because Teresa Judice was the one who flipped the table oh, prostitution yeah. whore because of something Danielle had said about her husband. Donnie, did you watch? Uh, it was on in the room, okay. and I couldn't help but overhear some things. <laughs> and, and they went Isn't on that a, epic? They went, yeah, yeah, it was epic. They went on a three... Now, remember, they live in New Jersey. Right. It was so much easier to go to Bahamas, but obviously this was a free trip. So they flew all the way to Cabo, which from there it's is a long, flight. long way, like yep. seven-hour flight, six-and-a-half-hour flight, to go to some resort. They get there, it's pouring rain. Oh, the first night, they get a fight. The next day, they have to go ride camp. Camels, which just sounds Cabo? that was puzzling. Yeah, yeah. Camels in Cabo. Yeah, I know, but they went to this beach and people, you know, Teresa's like, oh, this feels good on my cha cha because of the undulation sure, of sure. the camel. Uh, and she hasn't had any action. Yeah, her, they probably her, did. Her husband is away. Away, that's right. So, anyway, during this last night of dinner, and every night there's been uh, drama, 
Margaret Josephs. Marge, she's the one who wears the pigtails. She's the newer one. Newer. She's been there a couple years. Okay. And Danielle, who I don't think holds whatever New Jersey holds in her hand, but she's been heavily featured. She got married to the guy she's already having a nasty divorce from. Right. This filmed in May and June. Okay. And so she was just getting married. She got married a couple, season. a few weeks ago, and she was just a bridezilla, and Margaret was her maid of honor, but all, all Danielle did. I don't know if Danielle is stable. I don't know if she's the best evil soap opera actress to grace reality TV mm-hmm. because, of course, soap opera actress devil herself is Susan Lucci and nobody else. That <laughs> right. title belongs to Erica Kane. But Danielle, you, I, or I don't know if she's really like if there's, you know, a mental issues going on with her because she gets so she act, she acts like a teenage girl of about 13 or 14 who's going through her teenage adolescence and is just really the, the, anything you say could f- set her off okay. or a boy too you know at that oh, age okay. it's very teen teenage her her, her reaction it mm-hmm. always has been i've always thought like, like that girl is so dramatic she's so whack she and dramatic she's yes. very dramatic whatever so anyway, she um, she decided that she would take on Margaret's kids and say, you don't have a relationship with your kids, and that's why you don't have a relationship with your grandmother. And the one thing in New Jersey... Don't one talk th- about your children. Yeah, that's right, Julia. Or you your family. Yeah. The fam- family is off limits. Mm-hmm. It's the code. All these New Jersey ladies, mm-hmm. I don't care if they're Jewish, Italian, Armenian, whatever. It's just like, that's a code. And I think that's a pretty much a code anywhere. anywhere you, can't, you can talk smack about your family, but, but no, no one, one else, else can. can. Yes. So that is correct. Anyway, Margaret, thank heavens, was in the clubhouse last night. For some reason, she happened to be out on the West I Coast. I didn't know who she was. I was watching it. She was I'm on like, with Wendy McClendon uh, Clovey or Lovey or McClendon Covey. That's a tongue twister. Wendy McClendon Covey. Yeah. We met her for we, Bridesmaids. Yeah, Bridesmaids. She was in yeah. studio. She was so And of fun. course, the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs. And she's right. amazing. Reno 911. Yes. She's so, hysterical. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just like, I had to rewind it to see. I'm Team Margaret 100%. Okay, so these guys, she, Margaret was her maid of honor yes. in her wedding, and they had an epic fight then last and night. And they had an epic fight uh, in the Bahamas because Danielle just kept saying, you're not being, um, you're not paying enough attention, whatever. I mean, she's been married four times. That would be like me being a bridezilla ever, but I, yes. not that I ever was. But I mean, you don't get to be a bridezilla at your fourth time when you're 59 years old. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> It's not, not done. done. Okay. Well, ask. We wouldn't know. All right. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yes. If you had a friend who was like doing that, it's one thing at 29. 39, you can take it. But yeah, you're supposed to be mature. Okay. So here's Margaret. Margaret, Marty was talking trash about you at Melania's party. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine. 
but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, I want to get your and Joe's thoughts on what he said, but actually we haven't heard well, this what is another your reaction fight. to it was. So here's what he said. I think Marjorie's jealous because she's threatened by her. There is no reason for Danielle to be jealous of Margaret. There's nobody that looks better than her. Oh, me. Are you kidding me? Margaret doesn't want to walk into a room with Danielle because nobody will look at Margaret. No, 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 no. I love it. First of all, what was your reaction when you saw that? Because obviously you had heard about it. Yeah, I heard about it. I wasn't standing there. Listen, that's Danielle speaking through Marty. You know, that Margaret's jealous of me, everything else. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, she's, you know, implants on a stick and she looks like a turtle out of a shell half the time. I mean, not to be, you know, not to be, and I mean, you know, on a good day, she looks fabulous, but She's had a lot of stuff done. I would never be jealous of anybody. Okay. I'm very blessed with a. Did you stuff. like it that Marty, uh, I mean, did you like it that Marty's Joe looked like Joe's he was going to knock him out as a result? No, I mean, did I like it? Yeah, I mean, yes, I do. I like it when he defends me. I mean, I, that's Joe. You know, you can't say anything bad about the Marge. No. I mean, whoever it is, he goes crazy. <laughs> And she's the Marge, and Marge Sr. is her mom. And we, we just I, saw her get I, a facelift I this year. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you. But so, but the part that gets me is... That this, guy, Marty, is already, like, already got gone. a restraining order against yes. Danielle. And they're living in the same house, but separate sides of it. Because neither one of them will move. It's Marty's house. And, you know, Danielle's been engaged, like, 20 times. She's... She's, she's been something. a prostitute. She's been a um, stripper. She's been life. married. Yes. Oh, I was thinking she was. I no, feel no. like she is a soap opera star, Lori. Uh, yeah, but on re- reality TV, because I, <laughs> I can't tell if she's doing this for, like, someone's coaching her right. to be yeah, this way. I wouldn't be surprised. All right, let's play the next one. Call her. What's your name, and From where are you calling? Hi, I'm Susan, and I'm calling from Maine. Hey, Susan, what's your question? My question is, for Margaret, scale of zero to ten, how surprised were you that Danielle's marriage ended with Marty? And what kind of guy do you think she should find? Um, on a scale of zero to ten, Susan, uh, zero. <laughs> I was that I was that surprised. Um, what kind of guy do I think she should find? Um, if she. I don't think she should find any guy. I think she should just be single for a long time. But if she has to find somebody, he should be 90 with one foot on a banana peel. Oh, oh dear. Oh, okay, play the <laughs> next one. Classic. Okay. Which talks quickly, about the fight. Running out of time. Okay, let's play the next one. Talks about the fight last night. Why'd you throw the red wine? Well, she really, you know, it goes below the belt. She talks about my children, about my family. I, it was, she needed to cool off. Seriously, and I had, I don't even drink, so I had to grab Dolores's wine and just throw it right in her face on her rented dress, yeah. you know. Uh, what was your reaction to that fight? Danielle kept stirring the turd. Right. Yes. Okay, the whole vacation. That's Wendy. Right. So, yes, you're going to get one. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Oh, we got some TV trending. Fuller House, if you've been enjoying that on Netflix, well, uh, it has been renewed, but it'll be the final season. Season five will be the last for Fuller House. The L Word, you remember that? On Showtime? It's coming back. Yeah, they're going to bring it back for an eight-episode revival. Okay. Uh, Brett Michaels' daughter 
Rain is making her debut as a Sports Illustrated Top 6 swimsuit model. We posted that today. And uh, the big thing trending today is, oh, poor old Donald Trump Jr. A little confused. Apparently, he's uh, not quite sure that uh, what SNL stands for. He was uh, tweeting or saying something about SNL, but instead of the letters S, the letter N, the letter L, he put S ampersand L, like savings and loan. Not quite right. All right, uh, let's check your forecast for tonight. It should be cloudy, 7 below. Tomorrow, the warm-up starts, partly sunny, and 19. And by Saturday, we'll be up to 36. Still chilly, though. 7 below right now. Thanks for hanging out with us. So we're going to be talking with Lily and Alik, but uh, Donnie's having trouble finding her. But just an hour ago, we had a nice little tweet exchange. We did. Where I said, we're excited to talk to you about your book, Hollywood's Eve, Eve Babbitt's in the Secret History of L.A. And she said, I am too. I hope I don't say anything dumb. (laughs) I know. I know. All right. So maybe we'll get her for like the next... uh, Donnie's tracking her down. I just, I don't want you to, you know, a week ago we had our very fun night at Craig's with Melissa Peterman. It's always a hot spot. There's always somebody famous or two there. We saw Vivica Fox, Erica Jane, Lisa Rinna, Brad Gresky, and Gary Janetti. Brad's right. husband. And last, and two nights ago, wasn't Clint Eastwood there with somebody? Yes. And then who was there last night? Julia. I wouldn't have recognized him. I wouldn't have recognized him. Stepped out solo Solo and wanted to take. The only reason people go to Craig's is to get their photo taken. That is not true. Well, it's good food. The food is great. It's a hot spot. It's right Hollywood and Beverly Hills, and the food is good. And if you want privacy, Craig will put you back in a corner. You're right. Yeah, no, it's it's a. They're always going in and out of there. The paparazzi just hang out there. Right. That's how many people. All right, fine. You're right. So how dismissive of me. Yeah, he arrived and left alone. He used Lyft or Uber. Mm -hmm. And I did he dine alone? Did he just arrive and leave alone? Is he in town for business or pleasure? Was there somebody waiting in the back? Who went in the back door? Are you still into him, Lori Hittles? Well, you know, I really like how he's looking bearded, glasses, being kind of low-key, and that kind of long hair. I kind of... I he, he lost it for me so big time when he was carted around in the fake romance. I, mean, I know, I, I know. He was a grown man. He should have known better. Both. Do you think he came to L.A. to beg Taylor for another chance? No, I don't. <laughs> I think that he went to Greg so to get a photo taken. Yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah. He, if you arrive alone and leave, a, I, I, he went there to get his photo taken, Lori. But he might have eaten there with somebody who. Went they have in the, the most amazing steak. They do. Um, their food is so good. There. It is. Really I mean, good. everything is good. Yeah. 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 All right. So All right. Fine. We're not going to hold that no, against him. No, we aren't going to do All that. All right. We've got Lily. Do we? Have oh, Lily? we do. Yes. Lily Anarik is here. Lily. Lily. We're so delighted. Oh my God! It is my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Okay, okay. you've got to tell us the story of how you came to do this book, Hollywood's Eve, Eve Babbitts, and the Secret History of L.A. 
We remember reading the Vanity, Vanity Fair, Fair story. Yes. And I remember That's thinking, right. I want to know more about this lady, Eve, who was such an it swinging, cool, sexy lady in the 60s and 70s. I, you know what I mean? So Into the 80s and 90s. She really stretched it out. She did. And it, okay, so give us this, give us the setup on everything. Okay, so, of course. So it was back in 2010. Uh, and I saw a quote of hers. Um, it was something about Los Angeles and sex. I don't remember the exact quote, but that was the topic. And I was just completely knocked out by it. So I looked her up, and there was nothing, like kind of no information on her, and all her books were out of print. But, you know, you can get kind of out-of-print books from Amazon, so I got Slow Days Fast Company, and I just kind of went bananas for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, everything you could find out about her personally was pretty wild. You know, you see um, there was that naked picture she took back in 1963 where she's playing chess with Marcel Duchamp naked. Yes. Um, as one does. Yeah. As, one, as one does in the 60s. Yep. But I mean, well, her... Yeah, as he, one does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I remember seeing that photo because that was in that Vanity Fair story. Yeah, and you, kinda, you can't see her face, but she's got these, like... She's uh, God, what's the polite way to say this? I, you know, she's really huge built, double you know, D's, double D's, she's huge, yeah, huge boobs, mm-hmm. huge, 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 huge boobs, and they were bigger because she was taking birth control for the first and only time. So she was just totally outside, and she, the, the kind of the circumstances behind that photograph are that she had a married boyfriend who was running this. Um, uh, the Pasadena Art Gallery, and uh, he was having this big party for Marcel Duchamp, and all of L.A. was coming, and Andy Warhol was going to be there, and Dennis Hopper, and it was really swanky. But his wife was going to be there, so he didn't invite Eve. She was pissed off, and this is how she got her revenge. Oh, I him. love that. Yeah. I didn't know, I know the story. Behind it. I love that. I love that. What, what's not to like? N- no, we're, um, we like her. Yeah, oh no, she's great. Then there have been, there, then there has been, so like, kind of the other piece of information you could find about her in 2010 was that she'd been in this kind of horrific fire in the late 90s. She's smoking a cigar, you know, as one does, I guess. <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she dropped a match on herself and just set herself on fire. So she'd, it was third degree burns to over 50% of her body and she'd become this recluse. Did it affect her face? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. It's purely, it's like, I can't even see it, and I, I see her all the time. Yeah. It's kind of like the torso, you know, which mm-hmm. you don't really actually see. Yeah. Well, I, w- <laughs> you know, of course, in, was intrigued with the story, you know, Eve and her um, voracious, amazing uh, sexual appetite. And oh, yeah. And the quote I like, that to suddenly possess, possess the power to bleep every single person you even idly fancy. They don't know the physical glamour of that. I mean, I was just so intrigued with her love life. Yeah, she actually said that about Jim Morrison because, you know, he was one of her uh, squeezes. And she met him before he was famous. He was playing some dump, dumpy club called the London Fog, and she picked him up. You know, picked him up before she even said hello to him. Yeah. She told him to take her home. And then he becomes so famous, and she was talking about kind of physical glamour of being that famous. And right. Yeah, you're, you're huge sexual. Yeah, but her own sexual power, uh, prowess was uh, legendary, too. She, she was with all these kind of famous guys before they were famous. So it was Harrison Ford when he was, you know, dealing pot at a Barney's Beanery and with a carpenter. It was, uh-huh. it was, I know, I love it. Yeah, I do, too. It's great. And it was Steve Martin, and she said he was... This is with the troubadour, and she said she thought he had no sense of humor. He was like this glum guy who, who drank white wine when everyone else was doing drugs, and 
Annie Leibovitz before she was famous, and um, Ed Ruscheh, and Warren Beatty. You know. No, no, no well. she never she slept went, with Warren. No, she thought he was a sadist. She she didn't know him, but that was her vibe on him. She wouldn't go near him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, it makes it kind of makes sense, like that she would have an eye too for the fact that he was so devastatingly handsome, and maybe she like could read right away he's going to be trouble. Yeah, I guess, I guess she was the one. She liked to be trouble, so I guess yeah. she stayed away I, from guys who thought were trouble. I mm-hmm. love that about her. Oh no, she's so fun. I mean, she's great. So, did that Vanity Fair story? Is that what pushed you into like I got to know more about this woman? I want to. I want to book. write a book about her and kind of just understand her life and who she is. Is was that the? Well, so so it was back in 2010 that I kind of first um, kind of got wind of her, and uh, I wasn't writing for Vanity Fair. I was basically just unpublished at that point. I just. I, so she was living in West Hollywood. I, I could find her in the white pages, and I had a brother at USC. Um, I lived in New York, but my brother was at um, USC, and I would leave letters. I would walk down to her house and leave letters, you know, leave letters for her, and I tried to call her, and I tried all kinds of ways to get to her, and I couldn't. She just wouldn't see anybody, and so I got close with her sister, her cousins. Um, a bunch you of her stalk are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I was. I mean, like, I was a psycho. But it worked. You know, it worked. Um, so, then it, so then I kind of got the chance to do the piece for Vanity Fair. And after that, you just sort of started to catch on in this big way. And, you know, uh, like the New York Review Books Classics reissued her books, Counterpoint Press. Now Hulu and Sony are making um, um, a television show based on her books. And I saw that. And kind of crazy for them. Yeah. Nice. What do you think of her writing? Lily, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Hollywood Eve's um, Eve Babbitts and the Secret History of L.A. by Lily Analik. Am I saying that right? You got it. You're saying Um, it beautifully. So so you like her writing? Her books are good? I love it. Oh, Oh my God. Yeah, I think think, um, Slow Days Fast Company is like the great undiscovered L.A. masterpiece. Oh, I think she's so good. We'll have to read one of those, too. Well, your book is so good, and how exciting for you. Thank you. I thank you for saying. I mean, yeah, you've been. I mean, you've had write-ups in Entertainment Weekly and Bazaar and um, Esquire, People Magazine. I mean, everyone has really been paying a lot of attention and just about even. I think the way because it's not like as you called it a womb to tomb. Um, yeah, story yeah. About someone's life. It's more about, still alive. Yeah, someone's still alive. So it's more like a collage of her life and just really interesting. Like I, we were just in L.A. last week hanging out at Dantana's and we were there one night when the band was leaving the Troubadour. It's such a all these places, you know, they've been around for a long time. Going to Barney's Beanery and there oh, is yeah. something. I'm so glad that that Hollywood is still there. Oh, yeah. You can find its ghost everywhere. You know, Musos is still around. And a lot of times the restaurants that, like, kind of aren't there, they're still there. I mean, you can, you know, it's like another restaurant. You can still, you can feel it's a, it's, um, it's a haunted city. You know, it has ghosts. Yeah. We asked um, the longtime yeah. bartenders at Dantana's if they knew who Eve was. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, Harry Dean. They were buddies. Oh yeah, she was close with him. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, she was. And and that right was his him. that was his watering hole. So the two, you know, long time the bar the two bartenders that have been there for fifty years. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah, and she used to go there with um, Ahmet Erdogan. He he ran Atlantic Records. Yes. that was her kind of most powerful boyfriend. And 
she, she loved garlic. You could get a ton of garlic at Dantana's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she probably could like, <laughs> oh eat gosh. something late or early before catching a, somebody at the Troubadour. Absolutely. No, she'd need her sustenance. She yeah. was on the prowl. Do you think that's the ap- accurate description of Eve Babbitt, that she was like the Hollywood or, or Holly Golightly of the West Coast or L.A.? Well, I mean, she's also a serious artist. You know, that's, she's a serious writer. Mm-hmm. So, like, Joseph Heller and Joan Didion discovered her. I mean, she was like, otherwise she'd just be sort of kind of an interesting groupie, I guess. Right. Yes, she right. You know? But she's... She's an artist, and and it's just, you want to know more about her, and I love how you describe your friendship with her, like, you know, I I think she's my good friend, but I don't, she kind of just, she likes you, but she also holds you at arm's length, kind of? It's not really an arm's length thing. I just, I think I just failed to totally capture her imagination. I have a very good looking younger brother and she loved him. Oh, there you go. I always wanted him. Oh, she's, I love it. I love it. (laughs) And I was out of luck. Oh gosh. Well, this is just such a fun book and congratulations to you. you. And were you, um, are you kind of like, did you want to be involved in making a TV show or are you just happy for I actually hate playing with other people. I like to be by myself, it. doing it okay. on my own. I cannot. I'm not a good collaborator. So a book, a book is 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 is, is kind of the best medium for for someone like me. So are I'm you happy, gonna introduce happy with us? how it worked out. <laughs> are you stalking other people? Of course. Okay, good. I can't tell you who. I can't tell you who until I have a, a new book contract. But yeah, of course. Okay. I'm, I'm on the prowl too. I'm excited to hear who that is. What a what a treat to meet you, Lily. A pleasure. This is a treat for me, too, and thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. The book All right, the book is Hollywood's Eve, Eve Babbitt's in the Secret History of L.A., and it is really Marilyn Monroe, Harrison Ford, Jim Morrison, Andy Warhol, The Godfather. L.A., the 60s, the 70s. Eagles, Steve yep. Martin. I mean, there's just so many great stories, and then learning about all the books that Eve and getting to know her, and just and, thinking, I would and she's be... she's going to come to the Hulu soon. Yeah, there you go. I know it. That's the book right. is great. Congratulations, too. Look, look, look out too. for the big breath. That's yes. right. Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> you, Lily. All right, 651-641-1071 if you'd like a copy of the book we and have we'll, a couple yes we do and when we come back uh oh this is kind of this is exciting tv casting news i see you focusing so independent it's all for me to open up i'll admit it you got some just saying i'm just bad for you can't say i don't want it because i know i do come on over hey everybody thanks for hanging out with us always just trying to find oh here it is Here's a line from the book. Here's just a little story, an Eve book, Hollywood Eve. Eve Babbitt, okay. Eve Babbitt. Um, uh, what's she's talking about how she had a thing with Harrison uh, Ford, an out-of-work actor and also a pot dealer, and he brought it all around in like a like a banjo bag or something, or a banjo case. Banjo <laughs> bag, as, as you know what those look like. Oh, sure. Says Eve. They're next to the oven the, flag. The oven flag, yeah. Yeah. She said, Harrison could bleep nine people a day. It's a talent loving nine people in one day. Warren Beatty could only do six. <laughs> Good to know. So Good just a, to know. It's a dishy, splashy biography. Yeah. yeah. It's really fun. Okay, so. She was delightful, Liliana. Yes. Oh, she's she was- very excited. Uh, apparently, 
we were trying to call her home number, and so her phone had become unplugged. Oh, that's <laughs> so, so we funny. got her on her cell. Oh, oh my gosh! That's okay, funny. okay. So, um, all right. So last night, finally, uh, over the last two nights, Casey and I watched. Even though neither one of us really wanted to, even though you and Donnie both said you got to watch this, a very English scandal. Oh yes. yeah. Yes. And Hugh Grant was nominated for a SAG and a yes. Golden Globe, and I saw Ben Wishaw win for the Golden Globe. So. We were just kind of like, okay, let's just watch something that's, just, you know, mm-hmm. short or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, that was really good, even though um, it was, I, I. It's the story is. It's um, a true story of this. Oh, yeah. It's, it's um, the. Parliament member. Yeah, parliament member, Hugh Grant, and it's back in the 70s. Yes. First in the 60s, 60s late 70s. 60s. Late 60s, they... He, Based on a book. Yeah, and, he has a relationship, a parliament member has a relationship with a young man. Yeah, well, remember, I mean, I think in England, they... It was illegal. It, it was, yeah, you'd be arrested. That I is, think, yes, it was. Yes. Like, it, into the early 70s. Yes. I mean, so they... what happened to Alan Turing from the yes, Enigma. Yes, so mm-hmm. anyway, so it's this true story, and it's like Hugh Grant, like we've never seen. He looks old, he looks kind of like wrinkly and shrunken up and he's kind of a nasty man and yet he's a very uh ardent lover of this young man and we see him make out like it was like an amazing kiss yes we do a couple of kissing scenes Mm -hmm. and it was funny it's fair yeah because it had this satirical sense of humor about it absolutely anyway i i really it was it it was wasn't it great i love that show so now i know why ben uh, Wish- Wisha mm-hmm. won for that role. Yes. And, you know, he plays the, Mr. the young Banks, Banks kid in um, Mary Poppins. Poppins. And okay. he's the voice of Paddington. Yeah. He's so oh, good. that Paddington, too, is supposed to be genius. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of Chris Hewitt's favorite, favorite movies. movies. I still want to see that. Well, Did that's ever- kind of fun. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, he refused to watch the Netflix Ted Bundy documentary. Okay, because, this is another issue with my brother. Yeah, I know, but he looked at it and there were like... He looks at Rotten, rotten Tomatoes. tomatoes oh, and it was six it's fresh. It's his life. Six fresh and five rotten. Can he make up his own mind? No, because let me just tell you, before <laughs> computers, every year, Casey and yeah. John, my brothers, would either buy it for each other yeah. or buy it for someone else. The guide to the best movies. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that, Donnie? Do you remember the booklet? Or when you were renting yeah. movies, movies and stuff? Uh, it was called Video Hound or something like that. I don't and, even and know. It gave little stars. Uh, or but it was huge. Huge. Yeah. And it was like the dictionary of what's good and what's not. Yeah. So he goes so much by other people's opinions instead even of not though, even listening to me. Even though Bohemian Rhapsody, the critics only liked it 62%. 63, yeah. And he loved that movie. I loved it too. And said, I'm so glad I went. And I tried <laughs> to remind him of that last night. <laughs> And he just said, well, we just watched that documentary on the Fry Festival. Oh, I can't Fire. watch t- Fire Festival, Fire. but it looks Fire. like Fry Boots. Right. right. Well, when you do watch it, I, I'm kind of into the last episode yeah. of it. It's See, I might not. I You would like it alone, maybe. But I was, a, I mean, I read that Ted yeah, Bundy you, thing, The Stranger Beside Me, years ago. I... Know how shocking it is. You probably I don't know. don't know about the story what a well heinous, you. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, psychopath yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. just really unbelievable. So maybe I, I don't have, feel as as much of a burning need because I remember just reading that book and just going, "Holy crap!" And you know, Anne Rule updated that book a couple different times. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, well, did you ever finish The Haunting of Hill House? Yes. You did? Okay. Yes. So remember the chick who looked, uh, she was the middle sister. She looked like Jessica Biel. Within, yes. Her name is uh, Victoria Pedretti. Mm-hmm. You remember the chick? Yeah. The chick? You know the chick, the middle kid? Yeah, the middle, the middle kid. kid. What's her name? Victoria Pedretti. Okay, yeah. She's been cast as the female lead in season two of You, which will be on Netflix since Netflix bought it from Lifetime and had so much success. Good. So she will play Love Quinn, what a great name, an aspiring chef working as a produce manager in high-end grocery store. And then she meets Joe Goldberg. Because he's moving to L.A. That's right. He's moving uh, He's moving west. Well, right. the other the other thing we found out... And is- we're going to see her in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, she's a perfect... She's, she's a classic beauty. She really kind is. of old school beauty. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. She hasn't p- messed her lips up or her cheeks no. up yet. No. That's one of the things that I just feel like gosh, don't mess with your face, people. Yeah. Now do you like this idea? Killing evil air on AMC and BBC America season two, you'll stream both. both. I do like that a lot because it would be hard to stay away from spoilers on that show because it's so hot. And she just won the Golden Globe, the Screen Actor Guild Awards, Sandra Oh. She won the Emmy? The Didn't Emmy? she win the Emmy or was it? I, uh, no, she, it came out after the yeah, Emmys. Yeah, yeah okay. It, it not, I love that show. Yeah. And it's so, and I like it that we're going to see it in real time is what yeah. this means. Do you think AMC then pays BBC or well, something? Well, I think they have a partnership. Oh, they do. Okay, yeah, that's It smart. also gives it much more exposure because a lot more people get AMC than BBC. That's America. true. And Julia, in and case, we all watched it on Netflix. Yes, we did. And in case you were wondering, how is Tori Spelling going to pay that Amex bill? She went on the Masked Singer and got unmasked as the unicorn last night. So there's a paycheck. Nice. Uh, That's step one.